I speak to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Father, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What is it that makes you distinctive, or even peculiar? Note that I didn't say special. The connotation is too nice, too positive. When asked what makes you special, I would be the first to respond with nothing, really. I'm quite ordinary. But when asked what makes me peculiar, I would have much more to say, little of which would be complimentary. In the very brief reading from the Gospel of Luke, the writer doesn't list Jesus or the disciples, the 12 disciples, by name, instead referring to them as he and the 12. It's not extraordinary, but placed in context, I couldn't help but wonder if it matters. Even the location and the purpose of their travel are barely mentioned. The writer says that they went on through cities and villages instead of actually naming the places and says that they were proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God but doesn't even expound enough to tell us the size of the crowds. More attention in this passage is given to the others with them and what makes them distinctive or peculiar. The writer could have said, the twelve were with him as well as many others, period. Nothing else. But they didn't. Instead, the writer noted that they were women, a station that typically rendered them invisible in the written word. And yet the gospel writer includes it, and the scribes who followed copying it over and over and over again left it in. And they were women who had peculiar, or if that makes you feel uncomfortable, distinctive qualities. These women had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. They weren't even models of first century Jewish womanhood, but rather they had characteristics that would have made them unclean, outcasts. Three specific women are even named and I don't have to tell you how rare that is. The writer describes Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons were cast out. It's not something that I would, be, would want to be known for, but there it is. The writer then names Joanna, again, one who had been cured in some way, and notes her proximity to power as the wife of Herod's steward. And then Susanna, who presumably was also cured in some way. Finally, the writer notes that there were, quote, many others who provided for them out of their resources. They used what was available to them to support the proclamation of the good news. I wonder if this passage is more than just a transition in the narrative from 
the woman with the alabaster jar who anointed Jesus' feet with oil into the parables that follow. More than a simple transition, it drives home the fact that what makes us distinctive or peculiar, it matters. It's nothing to be ashamed of, but rather part of the resources that the women and we bring to the table. I have no doubt that these women also provided tangible financial resources to support Jesus' earthly ministry. But the detail about their distinctiveness, their peculiarities, wouldn't be necessary if it was just about the money. The stories of these women, how they were cured, how they were changed, they were and are part of the proclamation of the good news. So what is it, friends, that makes you distinctive, peculiar, perhaps even in the eyes of the world, defective? I'm here to tell you that God will use it. You might even say redeem it if you but allow God to do so. Believe me, I would prefer to avoid the discomfort of it all, keeping things tidy and hiding my soft underbelly away where others cannot see it, let alone harm it. But I have found that the moments in ministry when the spirit is most tangible the moments that are most fruitful are those when I'm called upon to be vulnerable, to be stretched, to share more of myself than I would like to, when I feel insufficient to the task. So I wonder, will we allow God to use that which makes us distinctive or peculiar as a witness to the good news of Jesus Christ and how we can be transformed by his grace. May it be so. Amen. Let us name before God those for whom we offer our prayers. We give thanks for the blessings of this life, 